Across South Africa, online and on radio. SAFM, let's talk. 22 minutes after 8. Well, one of the most difficult diseases to treat and to prevent and to deal with is Parkinson's disease. And essentially, uh, it happens particularly to older people generally. um, And it affects your brain. It affects your memory. It affects the way that you move. And in some cases, it can really, really damage your brain. Um, And it's very, very difficult and very difficult to watch someone uh, going through that. There's some research that suggests the spice turmeric could actually have an impact in dealing with Parkinson's. Professor Soraya Bardin is head of the Parkinson's Disease Research Group in the Biomedical Research Institute at the University of Stellenbosch. Professor Bardin, good morning. Morning, Stephen, and morning to the listeners. Uh, turmeric is not my favorite spice. Do we know? <laughs> I mean, is it just a sort of tail, or does it actually have an impact in Parkinson's? No, so there is some research to show that it, there's a component in turmeric. So turmeric is what we use in our food or worry, but there's a component in turmeric called curcumin. And curcumin is the one that has all these therapeutic um, properties. And so we're doing our studies on curcumin specifically. Um, and I mean, obviously, it's quite a while before you know something definitively. You need to do quite a lot of research. You need to yes. look at what's happening in people's brains, and that's not easy. Yeah, that's true. So at this stage, we are still busy with cell models. So we um, grow up cells, um, brain cells, and we also take cells from people with Parkinson's and grow those up and test the effects of curcumin. So it's still a long way off, although I'm sure you're aware that you can already buy curcumin um, off the shelf. You know, you can you could buy them in stores. Um, the problem with curcumin, though, is that it's very rapidly uh, broken down and excreted from the body. So you end up having very expensive urine. You know, it's, it's not getting to where it needs to be, which is inside your brain. The state of research into Parkinson's at the moment, what do we know about what causes it? I have in my mind somewhere that there's something about plaque on the brain. No, so the plaque is actually Alzheimer's. What happens with Parkinson's is that um, it's different cells to Alzheimer's, completely different cells that die. So that's why people with Parkinson's don't tend to have the disease. They lose, they, the cells they lose are cells that produce dopamine. And dopamine is needed for, it's like a feel-good hormone to fix your mood, but it's also very important for movement. So people with Parkinson's lose those cells and therefore um, first struggle with movement and, and later have move, um, mood issues as well. What we know about the causes is still everyone's guess. Um, there seems to be a very strong environmental component. So if you're exposed to pesticides and neurotoxins, but then there's also the genetic component, which we study, which was born with a defect um, that will make you susceptible to, to those brain cells dying. Um, and the genetic factors, as I understand the state of the research at the moment, uh, uh, maybe yourself or other people are studying one specific Afrikaans family and one specific Kosa family. Why those two families? So we study families where they have a strong family history. So those are multiple individuals with the same disease. Um, so it's, we study all ethnicities. You know, there isn't specific ones. Um, so if it happens to be an Afrikaner family with a very strong family history and they're willing to take part in research and they're willing to donate a blood sample, then we study them. So it's not that we choose people. It's more on the family history. Um, and you talk about a genetic factor. Are there things you can do to protect yourself from it? Unfortunately, no. So maybe in the future, maybe when we can do gene targeting and switch off genes or switch on genes, 
At the moment, all we can do is predict that a family member will get it if we find the genetic cause. So at least you can, you know, make lifestyle changes, um, that sort of thing. But once you once you have a genetic defect at this stage, there's almost nothing we can do. Sure. I mean, for in most in most cases, people always say, look, if you if you look after yourself over the longer term, exercise, eat correctly, that works with many things, even with a genetic component. Yes, no, definitely. And interestingly, the converse of that is true as well. So when we recruit people for research, we often ask them, was there something that happened before their symptoms started? And quite a large percentage will say, yes, some traumatic event happened in their life. You know, they Mm. either had major surgery or they had a car accident Mm. uh, or the loss of a loved one. And so I do think there is that stress-related component that um, something traumatic happens in their life and then the disease will start manifesting. Sure. How interesting. Professor Soraya Bardin, thank you, head of the Parkinson's Disease Research Group and the Biomedical Research Institute at the University of Stellenbosch.